Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios. Very special guest on this this week in WWE podcast. I've got Anthony Jufra, the Encyclopedia. How are you, Anthony? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. And then my other guest, Steven, Stevie G, Jufra. I got a question for you. Why would you introduce him first? I mean, we're not doing no ABC order crap. I don't know what you were just thinking. I'm the one sitting alongside you. I'm the dedicated one. He has to stay all the way in dirty Jersey, the armpit of the United States, and he gets introduced first. That's some bullshit. I'm ready to go, though. Stevie G is ready to go. Does anyone have a beverage for him? We, we do have a beverage. We already have him. What are you drinking? He apple is, juice over there? He is ready to go. Are those Steve Weisers? This is a WWE podcast. The Encyclopedia just had his nerd moment. Let's move on. So we have time constraints here today. So let's get things going, Freddie. Let's rock and roll, baby. All right. So we're we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off this week with Backlash and the Greatest Royal Rumble. So the the Greatest Royal Rumble. I don't know about you guys. I tuned in. I watched. The crowd really wasn't into it. It seemed like a bootleg WrestleMania to me. The greatest part of the night for me had to be Titus O'Neil's botched Absolutely. entrance. That was that was the greatest part for me. And then um, Jeff Hardy's little flip that he totally missed uh, Ginger Mahal. And then Ginger Mahal fell down precisely like three seconds later and acted like he was actually hit. Yeah, I think everybody on that show was suffering from major jet lag, uh, especially Titus and Jinder Mahal. Credit to Jinder for trying to sell uh, the invisible, not hit with move. What what, did Superman punch him from the U.S.? I mean, credit for Daniel Bryan for getting slapped the shit out of. I mean, look at his chest. It was destroyed by the time that show was done. And to have that much pain and, you know, that good of a show for him personally to be wasted on such a horrible show. But then again, a lot of these shows have been horrible lately. Shall we bring up Backlash? <laughs> Back... I don't even know what to say about Backlash. It was... How many of us actually watched the entire thing? Show of hands. Well, our podcast audience can't really see our show of hands. We're not okay. We're not broadcasting on, on YouTube this No one week. is raising hands right now. No one is raising hands. Stephen can do color commentary as well. He can. Uh, very, t- Michael, very talented. Michael Cole, watch out. I mean, realistically, um, Backlash and Royal Rumble, Greatest Royal Rumble, was horrible. Um, was not entertained by anything. I mean, you know, they had their matches. I mean, something to just throw out there: Greatest Royal Rumble and Backlash. Who was in the greatest matches? Um, Seth Rollins and The Miz. I see a connection there. The rest of the shows were horrible. I mean, even even that main event. Roman Reigns should have beaten Brock Lesnar. I'm sick of Brock Lesnar. I already went off on that tirade a while ago, and I don't want to get into it again. I mean, you guys may be able to get me going again, but I the way Roman Reigns hit that ground, like hit the ground when he went through the cage, like, yeah, they say only one foot hit, but let me tell you something. His feet look like they hit a lot more than Brock Lesnar's did. Okay, that was such a botch as well, and that was frustrating. And uh, backlash, there was nothing entertaining about it. For God's sakes, here's your spoiler. In the crowd, we've all seen the rumor pages. The fans started um, walking out during the Roman Reigns-Samoa Joe match, which 
you know, it wasn't a horrible match because I did go back and watch that. But, you know, they were just so bored already. You went over three hours at that point, and people weren't entertained at all. So, um, and um, what was the chant that we heard in Jersey? Beat the traffic? Beat that the tra- says enough right there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, they, they botched up. That was the other botch from the Greatest Royal Rumble. I really think they botched up that ending and tried to make something out of it. Uh, don't really understand what they're doing with that. Uh, and then people walking out on Roman Reigns. Of course, I know what was happening backstage. Look at all these people. I can't push Samoa Joe. They're walking out on him. It can't be Roman. And from what I'm hearing. Vince still wants to keep pushing Roman. I, I mentioned this earlier to Steve off air. The only way I think it's going to work is you're going to have to have to turn Roman heel. Put the strap on Braun. Let him run with it for a little bit. Let Roman start turning as a heel. Turn him. Make it go. Get. Let him embrace the heat that the fans are giving him because then it's going to turn into okay well it's not really the cool thing anymore to boo him so let's let's just embrace it once it's embraced maybe it turns around but at at this point it's just not working anymore overall they are taking way too long to pull the trigger on a lot of things uh sasha versus bailey is another example in roman's case Keep trying to come up with a way to get him over with the fans. The only time it seemed to be working was that little feud with Roman and Sheamus when Sheamus was being backed by Vince. None of it makes a damn bit of sense. None of it has been that that generic. They haven't let it flow. They haven't let it just happen naturally. It's been a big mistake, It's and it just keeps happening over and over and over again. We've seen this push attempted for over three years now i read somewhere that their idea is to have him be the ultimate underdog a la dan o'brien at his size and his stature it doesn't work they need to do as you're suggesting i agree with you i think we've all been saying this for a few years turn him heel let's go with that as far as who realistically would be the next champion i agree it should be braun uh maybe we could bring up who we think we'd like to see as champion, but I think Braun is the guy that's going to have to beat Brock and carry that company for a while. They got to do something with him because Braun's lost in the shuffle. I mean, teaming up with Mr. Put Me to Sleep, Bobby Lashley, is not getting him anywhere. Oh, Mr. Botchfest, Bobby Lashley? Yes. Soft-spoken. They should have never brought him back. I absolutely agree with you on that. That that was a horrible idea. The way he botched... Two or three spots at Royal, at the Greatest Royal Rumble. That was where I, I think he almost broke uh, Big Cass's neck when he tried to bring him up with that suplex a second time and wound up dropping him. That was really bad. Well, And then to try to get him over, they have him do that awkward interview with Renee Young talking about his sisters and the camera angles they used and the shots. It just... It, something felt completely off about it. I I don't know what they're thinking. I, and you could blame creative. You could blame Vince. Overall, th- there's just there's something wrong there. The, sh- the show has been – all the shows 
have been skating, have been, I don't know how to say this, they, uninspired. It nothing, ever since WrestleMania, it seems like they did the shakeup, they made the moves, they did what they felt they needed to do, and nothing's come out of it. Nothing's advanced. And I was hoping after Backlash, we'd, we'll make some progress. Um, I don't have a lot of faith in it based on the booking so far since on Raw and SmackDown since Backlash ended. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where the product's going right now. It's, it's a little concerning because there's just the depth of the roster is is great. It's a great depth of the roster. They, there's tremendous talent, but there there seems to be no direction. The way they're going, the way they're they're moving along with storylines. Backlash didn't make sense because you moved Samoa Joe to, to SmackDown and then you still had him challenging Roman. Didn't understand it. You you knew he was going to lose. Mo- most of those matches were predictable going in. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it, it seems pretty uh, pre- pretty predictable. I'm wondering if the deep push of Samoa Joe's already started. It doesn't even look like he was on SmackDown th- this week. So how does he go from main eventing with Roman to not even on SmackDown two nights later? Yeah, I don't get it. So now, now let's let's take a look at the the WWE Universal Title picture. Where where do you guys see this? The way it's it's heading, the way the the titles kind of moving along. What what do you guys see? Give me give me an idea of what you guys think. As I mentioned already, Braun Strowman will probably be the man that should dethrone Brock Lesnar next. Excuse me. Um, I think that makes the most sense. Um, I think we we're all. The fans in general, at least on the internet wrestling community overall, I know the three of us have talked about it, sick and tired of having a champion who is not on TV anymore. Uh, This isn't the 80s where Hogan was champ. There was only two hours of syndicated TV on the weekends with superstars and wrestling challenge. And then primetime usually showed house show matches. Those days are long gone. We have Raw that's on three hours a week. We have SmackDown that's on two hours a week. NXT's on for an hour. There's 205 Live if you're into that. So there's all these hours of programming. But if you just scoop that all out and stick with the universal title, that's Raw that's a three-hour show a week. And the champion disappears for six to eight weeks at a time. I don't have a problem with Brock as champion if he was there defending every pay-per-view or even every other pay-per-view. That's not happening here. They're going to say that he's broken the modern era title reign record beating Punk when he's had maybe three or four title defenses since he won the belt over a year ago. Enough is enough. The fans, the shows that they're putting out need a champion that's there week in and week out. I don't think Roman is that guy. I've been pretty clear on that. I think Braun's going to be the guy they're going to go with. I think that's long overdue. Um, I know earlier this week Braun qualified for Money in the Bank. I don't think he should be a Money in the Bank cash and winner. Uh, I don't think he should win Money in the Bank. I don't think he should cash in to win his first title. I think he should be able to get that finally get that clean win over Brock. Now, as far as who I think should be champion, I really believe I'm more of the type that prefers the better wrestling these days. 
Um, while I'm not a huge fan of his, I could I think Seth would fit that role. Seth Rollins, he's been the f- main focal point of Raw. I would like to see Finn Balor finally get the title shot, the rematch that he never got when he lost the title due to forfeiting after the shoulder injury against Seth. The company has a lot of great wrestlers that true wrestling fans can get behind. But when Vince is running the show, Vince prefers the muscular, larger-than-life characters. That's where Braun fits in. It's time to use Braun in that role, give it up on Roman, turn him heel, let it generically happen with him, let it happen naturally, and let's move on. Um, What I would like to see for the Universal title picture, uh, SummerSlam, Maybe uh, So maybe you have Braun finally defeat Brock. I guess it won't be at Money in the Bank. Maybe it happens at SummerSlam. Uh, that seems to like the next logical move since Brock is going to disappear for the next four, three or four months and then let Brock go off to UFC and get his precious title shot against the winner of Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic. Um, after that, who, can Brock, who should Braun be facing? Uh, I think they need to build up a new heel uh, as a main eventer. Uh, to be that first challenger for Braun if they put the belt on him. Uh, what's your opinion on who that could be, or what's your opinion in general on all this, guys? Honestly, I'm someone who does not want to see Roman with it right now. It's not that I'm hating on Roman. It's They've already screwed that storyline up. Um, he has lost to Brock or had whatever situation with Brock too many damn times. I'm over that. Um, as far as Braun Strowman goes, I mean, he could be a better option. But there's other people I'd like to see there. I mean, yeah, like you said, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. Yeah, I would love to see them um, in the WWE Championship, um, you know, having the WWE Championship. But there's even other people I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing no freaking Jose, no way Jose holding that damn belt rather than Brock Lesnar, okay? Because every time that man comes out dancing and everything, the chicks he brings out there with him, the whole conga line or whatever, it is freaking great. It's better than Adam Rose ever did it. And no one's going to do it like him ever again. Like, I would like to see him coming out with a championship around his waist doing that dance. And if he was the one to beat Brock Lesnar, everyone would look at it as a joke. Like, it's crazy. I'd look at it like, oh, my God, this is amazing. That's my opinion on the title picture right now. My opinions on a lot of things in wrestling right now are very weird and very different and very off the wall. And I'll keep expressing them. Freddie, how do you feel, sir? You got to go in a whole different direction. You got to switch it up. There, It's too calculated. There's no shock value. There's no surprise. There's, there's nothing. It's just, it's Braun. It's, it's not even Braun. You've got Brock holding it for forever. There's no surprise. He barely shows up every week. And then everybody else is on hold because he's not there. So it just, it doesn't make sense. You've got Rollins with the Intercontinental title, which I think he's doing a great job with. Now they're kind of doing like the open challenge. I noticed on Monday they had him go against Mojo Rawley, you know, uh, Gronk's best friend. So I I think it's going to come down to SummerSlam. He's finally going to drop the belt then to... I really hope it's not Lashley. I really hope it's it's Braun or somebody like that. You give you put it on Braun, maybe have um, KO challenge him, and have him be the number one heel. 
That's a great thing. KO just signed a five-year contract. Why don't they throw him in the picture? He did great as a champion. He had the fans won over. A is a bad guy. B is a fan favorite all at the same time. There's only so many people could do that. The ones I'm fans of, unfortunately. You know, Kevin Owens, The Miz. Like, there's only so many guys who could pull things off. Seth Rollins, when he was a bad guy, pulled that off. The Miz is on top of his game right now. He's probably the best superstar in the company. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you 110%. But like you said, he brought up Braun. Yeah, he brought up No Way Jose, whatever. But he, uh, Freddie brings up uh, Kevin Owens. It's another good one you could throw in there because Kevin Owens could do it. I mean, you could even throw Sami Zayn in this picture, not for a championship win, but you could throw him in just to mix things up a little bit with the championship. That, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The whole championship uh, storyline. And it would at least mix things up. I would never expect Sami Zayn to win. But Kevin Owens, you could throw in there and he could win and he could carry himself. Yeah. So there are plenty of options out there. It's just Vince loves Roman and Vince loves Brock and Vince loving Braun Strowman. He probably fed him the big bra Joel when he got those hands. And now, uh, you know, the, that's who's being pushed left and right. It's the same guy. Because we say Braun Strowman is a better option, yes. But... He's been used like crazy against Brock Lesnar as well in this last year. Yeah. So that's going to get old, too. I'm not going to lie. I retract my statement of agreeing with Anthony, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I don't agree with the Braun Strowman thing now that I think about it more because he basically it was Braun St- it was Roman Reigns going after Brock. Then a little bit later, Braun Strowman was going after Brock. Now we're back to Roman Reigns. Don't go back to Braun Strowman. Like, it's just back and forth. It's ridiculous. Okay, so who, who beats Brock then, Steve? Who do you have beat Brock? Kevin Owens. Okay, I could live with that. I would. I Kev, KO's one of my favorites. It could I be Kevin Owens' revenge for what happened back in the winter. Um, la, what was it last year with uh, Goldberg or whatever? You know, come back. You lose to someone who they made into a quick star, um, just so they could have his little like you know ticket ticket sales or appearance or whatever, and uh, now come out and take out one of the big guys that they were doing the same things with. Have Kevin Owens take out Brock Lesnar unexpectedly. No one would expect that to go down, and it would be amazing. Who do you, who do you book as the face, and who do you book as the heel in that match? Kevin Owens would definitely. Oh damn, I don't know. That's Kevin Owens could that's be either Brock Lesnar could be either. I have a feeling it would end up right. being Brock Lesnar being the face, and then um, we hopefully hear some "You sold out" chants like you did uh, back at WrestleMania 20. Although if they do run that, if they did, let's say they go with KO versus Brock at SummerSlam for the title, I could see the fans in Brooklyn, being hardcore fans like us, going, getting behind KO and having Brock as the one getting booed out of the building. Um, I didn't mention Braun because that's where I could see Vince going with it as a backup to Roman. But just looking at the roster, there is not, there's no credible heels that you could believe could be. Could believe uh, beat Braun. Uh, KO's match with him made was great last night. I was very impressed. Um, so, in case you didn't know, that is our time constraint bell. When you hear that bell, we're gonna move on to a new subject because we're not gonna drag the show out, and we have a lot to talk about here today. So, when you hear that bell, you have to stop what you're doing and move on to the next subject. So, Freddie, what is our next subject? So, WWE title picture. We've got AJ holding it. I feel like the SmackDown title, the WWE title, is in better hands than Raw. You see it every week. You know, I'm not with WWE selling it for 
$2,000 on their website. I think that's a little ridiculous. Each diamond, Each is, diamond carefully is carefully placed. Is it carefully placed by the Orange County Choppers? Because if it is, we should go check them out. Yeah, it's we'll just order it and ask to watch to watch <laughs> it being made. It's ridiculous the price they're selling that for. But um, I'm all for AJ. I think you can really go any any way. You got him with Nakamura now. You can throw the Miz in there. I don't think they're going to give Miz money in the bank. But that's our next subject after this. But I I just think. You can have AJ with it, run with it for a little bit, then throw Daniel Bryan in there. Don't throw Big Cass. No, he's nowhere near ready for it. Here's my thing on it. Okay, I understand that you know they're doing the week to week thing. Um, you know the championship and the champion is fighting each week, and I respect your opinion on that. But here's my issue: the Shinsuke Nakamura AJ Styles thing. It's turning into the same thing as Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, or Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. Like, they, it's it's just the same things, and they, they they won't even give you a victory. Like, this was supposed to be a dream match, and they just dragged it out and made it into a joke. I mean, backlash. They both kicked each other in the balls, and that ended the match. What kind of ending is that? Um, I think AJ Styles is a good champion. Um, since he's been here, he's been on and off, uh, you know, being the champion um, for quite a while. He's definitely, like, you know, gotten to ride it out a little bit. I'm not saying drop him out of, like, main event, like, contendership. Yeah. Contendership, thank you. But I'm also not saying have him roll with the belt. Give it to Daniel Bryan. He needs it at some point. Give it to the Miz. Miz is your top bad guy. Maybe Miz is the next guy. The next guy who gets it, and then you have him and Daniel Bryan face off later on, maybe at WrestleMania. I have a feeling that's a lot of people's um, idea on it, and they got it. They have a good history thanks to Talking Smack, another great show that Vince McMahon cut and ruined because that I was actually very entertained by that show. But why not have The Miz get the belt soon? Take it for a while. Take it to Mania, even if he won at SummerSlam, and then have that match with Daniel Bryan that people do want to see. All right, the Shinsuke Nakamura thing and AJ Styles, I don't care who walks out the belt. Honestly, Shinsuke, he's a great wrestler. I don't really like him as a good guy. I don't like his little gangster rap version of his song because I don't even know what the guys are saying in it. But at the end of the day, I don't think he should get the title right now. It's not the time because you already ruined what this could be. And I don't think he should start a title reign off like that. I agree. Anthony. Encyclopedia, yep. huh? You could actually Google the lyrics. Somebody actually took the time to translate it. It's kind of interesting. Um, I think they booked themselves into a corner with this whole AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura thing. I think I think Nakamura is finally getting the respect and the kind of put. Um, they're viewing him him as a they're viewing him as a more serious uh, competitor. Uh, I, so I I'm okay with the way they're pushing him. Um, however, who, who does win this? I don't care either. I don't care if it's AJ or Shinsuke. I also think it was odd that they had Samoa Joe announce himself as the next number one contender before he even got to Backlash. Um, where do I see this thing going? I think they blow off the AJ Shinsuke feud once and for all at Money in the Bank. I don't think it matters who wins that. Um, if it's AJ, fine. If it's Shinsuke, fine. The winner of that goes on SummerSlam. Faces Samoa Joe. If it's AJ versus Samoa Joe, 
Samoa Joe is the heel. If it's Shinsuke versus Samoa Joe, maybe you turn Joe face and you have him win. Later in the year, I think that's when you pull the trigger. Maybe Miz is your Money in the Bank winner in June. I think he gets the belt by the end of the year, maybe via cash-in. And ultimately, while we're sitting, all three of us at MetLife Stadium next year for WrestleMania, we will see Daniel Bryan versus the Miz for the title. And whoever wins that match at WrestleMania, Miz or Daniel Bryan, I'm okay with either one. They're both very deserving. I saw how you dressed at WrestleMania 29, and I'm not about sitting in that for four or five hours. I'm not going to lie. Four four or five. Four or five. You're looking at like a seven, eight hour. It's like a full day of work. I mean, do you do you think do you think they're gonna do that with the risk of weather? Like, I mean, watch. I want to see a WrestleMania where there's a blizzard going on because if there's a blizzard and I'm watching WrestleMania, I would be okay freezing my ass off just to be like, Haha, there's ten inches of snow <laughs> in the fucking ring right now. That would be awesome. That that would be insane. I I could see WWE trying to pull something like where they would. Uh... They'd probably drop some like weird screen, like you know when you go to the weddings and they have those big plastic things that look like windows. <laughs> They'd drop something and everyone else would be freezing their ass off. I can. But the ring would be fine, and the people who paid a grand for seats would be fine. Uh, I could see, see them pushing it back in the ring. I could see them like pushing it back. Like, well, WrestleMania no, WrestleMania is like, yeah, Monday night WrestleMania. <laughs> so let, yep. let's jump into Money in the Bank. I, I, I'm not really sure what WWE's doing. Is it three Money in the Banks? Is it two Money in the Banks? Is it one for each show? Is it one for each title, and then the women's title gets one money in the bank. Well, when you bring that up real quick, one thing I did notice when um, the girls were having their qualifying match is that Sasha Banks, when she was coming out, they said, oh, Sasha likes to make history this after third, but she couldn't make it last year because Raw didn't have a money in the bank match. Okay, so I was wondering if that's the hint that this is going to be a Raw match or not, but then Sasha Banks also didn't win the match. It went to the 19-year-old um, Ember Moon or whatever her name is. Yeah. From what from what I'm hearing, uh, what I'm actually looking at the website now, and it's not 100% clear, but my understanding is there's going to be one men's money in the bank match. There'll be one women's money in the bank match. Um, there's also a rumor that there is going to be a third one, and that would be for a tag team title shot. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's a horrible idea. If you're going to have a Money in the Bank holder, it should be a singles person, whether men or and or women. I think that's the way to go. Um, right what, now, what are you qualified. Gonna back, you're going to bring back, uh, was it Money Inc.? <laughs> you know, IRS and... Everybody's got a price. Yeah, and everybody's <laughs> walking out with a freaking briefcase. Like, it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand that. Seem like a little bit of overkill, but you know, it makes it kind of makes sense because you have both brands now. Um, you have the women's. You want to think about so women's did do their thing last year. I'll give them right. That. They did have a solid match. But here's my issue with this. Okay, look at backlash. People got bored. Okay, I love Money in the Bank. We all know this. Um, I went to one with Anthony years ago. Like. It's, it's one of my favorite events, like that and the Royal Rumble. I like things that are different. Now, with that said, though, is three Money in the Bank matches in one show too much? Like, I would have rather seen maybe a Money in the Bank match if you were going to do, like, three. 
maybe do one at Mania for one of the brands or whatever the case may be, and then do the other two at Money in the Bank. Because I feel like when you have three, you're going to have one start the show, one in the middle, one at the end probably would be my guess. By that one at the end, nothing's going to shock anyone or surprise anyone. It's it, it's going to be, you know, it, it's going to be like, all right, we've seen this a couple times tonight already. Like, you know, let's go home. Beat the traffic. Basically, that's what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's – I agree. It's bec- it's becoming a major problem. They're not they're not letting things flow. They're not plan th- their plan is basically to throw out everything they can all at once and see what sticks. I I felt that way when they announced first they had the Women's Royal Rumble, which was totally fine. It was time for that. But then 6 weeks later, oh, we got to top that Women's Elimination Chamber match for the first time. They're trying to cram all this stuff in at once. They're not thinking things through and building it out over time. And that's where – and Steven's absolutely right. Three Money in the Bank matches on one show, it's overkill. It's it's overdone. They don't need to do that. I'm hoping they stick with one men's and one women's one, and that's the end of it. And I don't think they have to have a specific Money in the Bank pay-per-view. I'm okay with it, but it seems like – we get a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. We get an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Hell in a Cell was done to finish off feuds in half the time now because there's a, it's October, time for a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. It ends up being whatever point of the major feuds are going on. We'll just throw the match in there. They got to plan this stuff out better. I think we, we got another year of really crappy, horrible booking. Until Triple H takes over and Vince heads over to the XFL. I think Vince. Uh, and, until then, it's going to kind of be the same old, same old. Until Triple H really gets to take control, it's it's not going to change. I think you're right, and I don't think it's going to be a year. I think up, I don't think the XFL is going to stop it. I think Vince, unfortunately, is going to have to no longer be a part of this world. Yes, I did. That's the only way it's going to change. And he's earned that right. He's built the company from nothing. Twerking 
Yes, he was twerking at the top of the ramp. What is that? That's trying to rush and get a bunch of people on the show because you at least had like 10 to 12 wrestlers come out on that segment just to come out to the aisle, look like assholes, and dance. You could have knocked that off the show altogether. That probably wasted about 10 or 12 minutes. And then you may not have had those beat the traffic cheers or other obnoxious cheers from the Jersey uh, Jersey crowd. I almost said Jersey Shore. We caught that. Um, but, yeah, you'd have to let a lot of people go because at times with these pay-per-views with these shows, it looks like they're just like, okay, we're going to throw you in here, throw you in here, throw you in here so you get, like, two minutes of fame. Cool. Then you still stay relevant. Okay. And that's it. It's too much right now, I feel like. Absolutely. Um, th- right now, th- unfortunately, they're going with the business approach. Whatever is going to line their pockets is all they seem to be worried about. Unfortunately, I think the only way this is going to change is if they end up with a new TV deal, maybe with the, the rumored one that they might be going to Fox, and you got to cut back Raw by an hour. Once they don't have all this programming and it's part of the TV contracts to worry about, then I could see them cutting the rust- roster. I keep... I really hope that that happens sometime soon uh, because it, it it's time. It, there's just way too many hours of wrestling on a week, and because of it, we have these bloated rosters, as Steven mentioned. Um, as far as Bobby Roode, turn the man heel already. He is not a face. His character is a natural heel. They're totally blowing it with him, and I totally agree with you. The second he was twerking on Sunday – I was I put my hands in my head and was just like turn him already, give it up. The fans will still sing his song whether he's heel or face anyway. He's a natural heel. It's time to make that turn with him. I agree. I'm I'm totally with you guys. Now, money in the bank. Money in the bank winners. What what do you think so far? Money in the bank winners. I mean, you only have one girl. And the women's one, so I guess I'm two, going to remember Two, two, we, we've got uh, Char- Charlotte's in there now. Oh, she we're, we're, qualified tonight? Yes, yeah, she did qualify right, tonight. Well, I don't want to see Charlotte win. I mean, me I neither. like Charlotte, don't get me wrong, but Charlotte's another one that's being forced on our throats, and it's all because of, you know, one saying, who's your daddy? Um, yeah. <laughs> then you got, sure. um, you know, the Raw Money in the Bank, um, who qualified? Finn Balor and... Finn and uh, Braun. And then you um, got Miz and Rusev on the other side. I would want to go Finn Balor. And Miz and Rusev, I would go either way. I like them both. I guys, I'm another uh, mark for Rusev. I love Rusev Day. Rusev Day is every day. But uh, Miz is another one I feel could win. I mean, we talked about it earlier. He won, I believe it was in 2012. We looked up, and you know, do you let him win it again or no? But I think you should let him win it again. And this could be his initial push to get the title, to get to Daniel Bryan. And then Daniel Bryan could bathe in all the glory. But, you know, based on who's in there now, that's how I'm going to do it because I'm not going to make a prediction um, prior to knowing everyone in the match. I'll say probably The Miz over Rusev, in my opinion. I'm sure we'll have another podcast probably before Money in the Bank. I would think. Yeah, so definitely. We'll be able to give uh, more info then. Yeah, we're going to need to. I think it's six weeks until we get to Money in the Bank. I Even, even with the guys that still have yet to qualify – I agree. I think Miz is your money in the bank winner. I think he's one of those guys that fans will accept cashing in and becoming champion. I don't think he needs to have a long drawn out main event win to do that. And that's where I think they're going to avoid having it being carried by somebody like Braun Strowman or Finn Balor. As far as the women's side, 
I think the jury's still out on that. I don't see Ember Moon or Charlotte needing that that briefcase. I don't so I really don't know who it will be, but I don't think the winner is in that match yet. Um if I had to go out on the limb uh I think I think because God knows we're never going to get the Sasha Bailey one-on-one match that we should have had months ago because we're dragging that shit out. I think Sasha's going to be the Money in the Bank winner. So now let, let's jump into our, our final segment of the night. This is our our thoughts, our rants. Did we really just stick to time limit? And we're not only under an hour, but we're under 45 minutes because usually we go quite a long time. We, we do go this quite a impressive. while. And I did wake up through the show for the record, people. I, th- I think we're more focused this time. I think last time we had to go... You know what? The last time we were going through the WrestleMania card, we gave it basically 25% of the time that they made us sleep through that day. Basically. And the last time we were here, you had more hair. So, on to the final rants. We, we've got our, our studio heel here with Stevie G. But I'll, I'm just going to throw it out there. You, you got to switch it up. There's... It's too predictable. There's there's no shock. There's no awe anymore in WWE for me. Bring it back to the NWO 90s and the DX 90s where every week something was different. Even with the Hart Foundation. Give me a good faction. Let them run wild. Get, give me something new and exciting to cheer for. To buy a T-shirt, give me something new. That's that's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts on it. All right, I've been giving you guys my thoughts all night, so I'm not giving you a thought on it now, because I think you guys know my opinion. But I'm gonna throw an idea out there, and Freddie, you're gonna have to be the one who tells me if this is possible. First off, is there a way that the people who listen to this podcast could like either like email in or message in, and just throw a vote for my idea I may have right now? Yes, we, we've, we've got avenues. They can email us at the Sports Frenzy Podcast at Gmail. They can leave comments on our Facebook and our uh, Instagram pages. What about, what about a Twitter or a Facebook poll? We can throw out a poll. He has a good point. We can throw okay, out a poll. I'm trying to help you here, here's, damn it. Here's the poll that I want to have, okay? And this is only if you we, we don't want you getting on the poll. <laughs> give, us, no. give us a poll you want to jump oh we, well, let's man. not talk about polls right now <laughs> Did I just that in? anyways um this poll okay i want a poll to see if people would appreciate if we did a long ass podcast when i say a long ass podcast if freddie thinks we could pull it off i'm talking three hours what if the three of us sat down through a pay-per-view sat down together did the podcast, and then you could just see how predictable the show is. Because I know when I sit and watch the show with these guys, we're always predicting exactly what's going to happen. There's no surprise or nothing. Could we lay it all out and predict the whole show, the three of us together? We could lay it all out. And since the Sports Frenzy podcast is now on YouTube as well. Video, people, video. We, we can give a YouTube video of our thoughts as each match is going on. And really break it down and show you how pissed off we're getting. How pissed off we're getting. How predictable the show is, and just how you can call it by the time 
Now, I want to say it, two minutes into the match. Do we do we do we take this as a podcast, or are we going to do end up doing color commentary, knowing us three? <laughs> I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I'm Corey one. Graves, and J, um, and Anthony has to be Byron Saxton, just because I don't like Byron Saxton, and Anthony's an encyclopedia, and I don't like smart people. Thank you. We, just kidding, bro. We, we could even go as far as making some merch. Yeah, but. That's going to be... We're down the road. Down the road. Giveaways. Well, there's, all sorts of crazy crap. Listen, There's people, all types of possibilities. The Sports Frenzy jerseys, and we all have our last names and numbers on the back. There you go. Our live show that we'll do at the the next major pay-per-view. One of, one of, one of these pay-per-views we got to do. It's not going to be we'll Bunny in the it. Bank, we'll, let's face it. We got to do it for a big pay-per-view. We'll let you guys know in advance so you guys can tune in. We'll we'll go. We probably won't go live. We'll we'll record it. We'll edit it. But we will. It's still in the works. Bottom lines. We're yes. gonna figure this out. We We're will figure this out. And our, our lo- next podcast, we'll let you guys. We'll give you guys some updates on it. Well, we can live YouTube stream. Is because yep. guys, just so you know, we do not edit our shows. <laughs> um, what we could do is, is my idea would be maybe with the next pay per view, just to trial it. We're not going to do it live, but maybe do Money in the Bank when a match starts. We talk a little about it, the three of us, then cut and watch the match. And at the end, we give our reactions and talk about it a little bit. And maybe we'll That's glue it idea. together to make it shorter for you guys and see what you know was going through our crazy minds when we're going through it. Now, I'm going to give you the heads up for the kids who are under 21. Yes, we do drink a little bit when we watch these shows. So if I'm slurring my words, I'm sorry. But hey, I'm slurring my words now, so who gives a rat's ass? <laughs> so, so get, Anthony, give us, give us your little rant on... WWE's product right now. A little rant. Uh, I don't know where we begin. I'd fire. I'd take Vince and the entire creative crew. Get rid of them. Kevin Dunn. See you later. Uh, specifically with characters. Bobby Roode. Turn him heel. Has to be done. Roman Reigns. Turn him heel. That has to be done. I think Samoa Joe. Turn him face. I think the fans got behind him when he feuded with Brock. Um Kevin Owens should be back at that main event level. I'd have Finn up at that main event level. The problem is the guys that fans like you and I, the three of us, I feel like would be getting behind, those are not the ones that they're pushing as their main stars. That's what I think is missing. Um, And I think we do need an entire new writing staff, one that's not focused totally on soap operas, thinking that they're writing for freaking 90210 or Teen Mom or any of that bullshit. We need Russ. We need a combination of people that are going to write drama and people that are wrestling people because that is sorely lacking in today's environment. That's where I think they need to give it up. Maybe the three of us need to take the reins, so to speak. And not Roman Reigns because you're not a huge fan. I don't have a problem with Roman. I don't like the way they're pushing him. I think they did him wrong. I don't hate the guy. I don't hate Joe Inoue or whatever his name is. I hate the push. Yo, do you see how he talks through me? I mean, he definitely has some skills. We know you don't like Roman Reigns. Don't lie to the people, okay? These people did nothing to you. You hate Roman Reigns. You curse Roman Reigns. You hate him as much as you used to hate John Cena, all right? I mean... I kind of like John Cena now because he goes from Nikki Bella to smashing Carmella. That's some shit right there. That, like he's, he's just like the movie, legendary. 
Nice. I never. I hate Roman's push. I hate the people that they cram down our freaking throats, and that's why I hated Cena for a long time. Why they can't just let things happen naturally? God only knows. Let's go all the way back to the late nineties. They tried to cram the rock down our throats. They put the Intercontinental title on the guy. Three months in, the fans got to the point of chanting, die Rocky, die with him. They wanted something else. He generically and naturally over time got over as the cool heel he was. That's been sorely lacking in today's environment. Stop feeding your roster the exact script of what they're supposed to say every week. Give them some bullet points. Let them do it on and express it on their own, let and let's run. see what works. Let them run. Let them, let them grow. Let them figure it out on the go and just... Like like back in the 90s, you sucked on the mic? Yeah, you were going to suck on the mic in front of 30,000 people, whoever the hell was in the arena. Suck on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to say thank you very much, gentlemen, for another great episode of uh, this, well, our very first episode of This Week in WWE. But every- It's a pleasure. And uh, Anthony, how was your dinner? <laughs> Every everybody find us on Instagram at the Sports Frenzy Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Sports Frenzy Podcast. Find us comment. We're on iTunes, Anchor, Pocket Cast, I believe Rocket Cast now as well. Find us comment. There's subscribe. a lot of cast people. Yeah. There's a lot of cast out there. YouTube. <laughs> Find us, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends. Spread the words. I mean, I think, you know, considering we just got started, I think we're a fun group of people doing this. So, uh, you know, definitely tell your friends because the more people who hear about it, the more people who get vocal, you know, it gives ideas and it gives us good ideas and it helps us deliver to you guys. So, uh, yeah, tell everyone about it just so, you know, we could hear more of what you guys want to hear and give you what you want to hear. Definitely. And if you want to see the athleticism that is Stevie G, it's Stevie G1218 on Snapchat. Forward flip trampoline man. And yeah, Stevie G1218 on everything. Instagram too, whatever. You'll see and, podcast posts all the time. I post this logo because I love it. And Juf, Juf for 316 the encyclopedia. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, whatever means you want. Find us all, give us a follow, and let us know what you guys think. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out.